Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Some Sense Podcast, where we take a look at all types of movies and see how they inevitably portray some sort of biblical truth. We're not professional movie critics here, nor are we biblical experts, but we are passionate about both. We don't sputter complete nonsense, but we make some sense. My name is Arnold, and with me are my co-hosts. Peter. Sam. Z. Jocelyn. And me. Um, <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Hi, me. On this episode of the podcast, we'll be taking a look at A Silent Voice. And for those of you who want to see it, it's on Netflix. Um, this will be a very spoiler-heavy episode. So basically, the story follows uh, a little boy named Shoya. It starts off with him in the sixth grade, and uh, he's chilling at school. And then they get their class gets a new student who happens to be this girl who just happens to be deaf. And her name is Shoko. And um, this is Shoya's first time meeting somebody who's deaf, but little Shoko is like really excited to communicate with her class. Uh, she brought her little notebook with her. She's just really thrilled to to be able to to have friends and make friends and communicate with people. However, Shoya, if for some reason it really irritates him, and so he he basically like bullies her, but not like just like your typical bully where you're like you poke fun, but it's it's straight up like tormenting her. At some other point he he rips out her hearing aids from her ear and it causes her ears to like bleed. And so like this guy's like brutal with her and he's just like picking on her so much to the point where um Shoko eventually has to move to another school. And so after she leaves, we start to see kind of a transition happen in Shoya's life where he's not the bully anymore, but he's more of the person being bullied because of the actions that he did. And so he he grows up and it fast forwards, I think, like four or five years to where he's like 16. He's in high school. And throughout that time, he's been picked on and like kind of outcasted so much so that he he doesn't see himself as valuable anymore. Like he doesn't see himself as as being worthy of having friends in the movie they show you like kind of how he sees the world and everyone that he sees kind of has like a big x on their face and that's because he he doesn't see them as people anymore because he doesn't think he can be involved with them he can't he can't like have a relationship with them he can't communicate with them it's basically how he sees himself and then as the story goes along it's just basically him trying to deal with the actions uh the consequences of his actions whenever he was like a younger kid and how he hates himself basically for what he did and he tries to kind of like come to terms with that and like he tries to learn sign language and regain his friendship with uh Shoko and yeah so that's basically what the story is it's just like the story of him kind of like coming to this point of where he can see himself as an acceptable person in society basically it's just the journey of him and and Shoko kind of getting to know each other and and finding redemption and forgiveness and stuff and thoughts comments questions concerns um i think something that i really liked about this movie is that um that the way that he saw himself like let's say in the beginning how he saw himself like i'm pretty sure he had like a false view of himself and why he started like bullying soko yeah um and so i think it was super cool how the each time that um he started changing about the way that he saw himself he started acting a different way Mm -hmm. so like um, when he saw himself like unworthy and stuff, he started seeing exes on, on everybody and stuff. But as he started like changing and viewing something different, um, he started becoming like better inside. And I, I don't know, I thought that was really cool to see. Um, cause that even relates to us. So like the way that we see ourselves, that's kind of how we're going to start treating people or acting 
towards other people. And um, if we see ourselves in a positive way um, and how God sees us, then that's how we'll start portraying on other people. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was really cool. Z, yeah. I just thought it was really interesting how in this story, like, normally you don't really get to see, like, the bully's perspective on things. Like, you don't really like get to follow what happens to the bully because I mean everyone's usually always so focused on the person being I'm bullied the victim. yeah and so I thought it was really cool how like you got to see his side of things and like how his actions made him feel and like kind of his story on the whole side of everything but yeah I just thought that that was really cool something that I saw was like this movie goes into like a really good story of how big impact how big of an impact words have on people mm-hmm. and um like but she was deaf and so actions speak louder than words mm-hmm. and so like that kind of an impact would like be detrimental to someone and it, it shows it in the movie about how horrible horrified she was of like being in public i guess at her school and so just listening to it and watching it was uh it gave me like a like a reminder of like how to treat others and like it's not even from the bible like this is a secular movie and it's showing like a message like that and so that's just a really good reminder of how we should love others as jesus loves us and so yeah because even when um Whenever he tries, like, communicating with her all over again, like, he's trying to learn sign language, he struggles, like, to actually, like, you know, reconnect with her, you know? Because, like you said, like, it was a horrifying experience for her. And can you imagine, like, you're being bullied this way and then this person comes and tries to be your friend, you know? And you can just see that. Like, it's it's a beautiful redemption story. And um, I think that it's very... It's one of the most relatable movies that we've, like... I believe that we've done on the on the podcast and that I've seen just because of the way like it portrays like the youth really mm-hmm. youth today like they go through this every day like yeah. the bullying aspect and everything and on both sides of the story like Z said you know like you have the victim and you have the guy that is the bully you know um but in the end they both have their stories and they both have their own struggles you know and um yeah, we want to see, like, the girl, like, her redemption story, of course. Like, we feel bad for her, but also, like, the bully side of the story. Like, I love seeing the story where he just was redeemed, you know? And it's it's amazing because on Colossians 1.13, it says that uh, Christ has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us um, to the kingdom of his beloved son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins, you know? And whenever I was watching this movie, I was like, wow, like, I, it was really relatable to me because I was like, wow, I used to be this, I used to be that, but that's not who I am no more. You know, and like Jocelyn was saying, like he was thinking like, this is who I am. Like people were labeling him this. But later on when he grew up in life, you know, and as we grow up in our relationship with Christ, we realize that's not who I am no more. Mm-hmm. Like this is who I am now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I thought it did like an incredible job of um, kind of displaying the way that we as as believers should kind of like conduct ourselves, mm-hmm. especially from um, Shoko's perspective, the girls, because like, as you watch the movie, there's some scenes where you can still hear some of the students in the background talking about Shoya. They're kind of like, they're still kind of saying the same thing. Like, can you believe what he did? Like, this guy's like messed up or whatever. Like, he's, he's a terrible dude. 
Like, how could he live with himself? While they're all saying that, Shoko is like, sees him as one of her best friends, you know? Like, she didn't hold that offense. Like, I mean, sure, like, she was hurt by it. And I mean, who wouldn't be, you know? But I think it does a really good job of, like, kind of, like, uh, showing that, like, it's not people that we're fighting. You know how, like, yeah. that, that verse that says our fight is not with uh, flesh, but it's, like, with, you know, principalities, yeah, principalities yeah. and spirits and all that stuff. And so I think it did a really good job of showing an understanding of that, you know, because, like, yeah, Shoko didn't hate him. She was more understanding of the situation and, like, what was going on. She was like, that 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 wasn't you. And so I thought it did a really good job of that. I also thought it did a really cool thing where it just kind of communicated the whole, like, idea of being okay with yourself and loving yourself, you know? There's a scene in the movie where Shoko tries to kill herself and uh, because she sees herself as, like, a burden to everybody. But it's because she doesn't realize, like, to the extent of which people love her and how much she matters to them. And you see it, like, especially after um, Shoya tries to save her, he ends up in the hospital and in a coma because of trying to save her. You see, like, Shoko kind of come to grips with how people really feel about her and how important she is simply because of, like, how sad like people are by the fact that she did try to kill herself like there's a scene where you see her mom and her sister both crying and um, her sister has like pictures of like dead animals all over the wall and um her mom's like what are these the little sister's like taking them down because they've been up for a while she's like what are these and the little sister says i had these all up because i thought that if she saw what death looked like she would stop saying that she wanted to kill herself and so, like, that to me was, like, powerful. Um, and it was just kind of like, yeah, you need to love yourself because, like, Mark 1231 says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. There's no greater commandment than this. But the thing is, you can't apply that if you don't love yourself, yeah. you know? And so I think whenever she kind of, like, learned that, that was, you saw her, like, take action to, like, try to, like, reunite the whole friend group that had, like, dispersed at that point and kind of, like, reunite around uh, Shoya and kind of, like, bring him support and stuff. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, Loved it. It's a good movie. Yeah, I think so. Um, if you haven't seen it, I say you go watch it. It gets a 10 out of 10 for me. I don't know about you, Pete. Yeah, um, I would give it 9.5 just because it, was, it could yeah. be a little bit too long, you know? Yeah. Two hours, you know? But it, it rolls for a bit, It's, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. 9.5. What, what about you guys? I'll give it a 10. I think I'd probably give it a 9 out of 10. And I'll give it a 10. All right, so it's got 10, 10, 10. Who cares about the other reviews? <laughs> and skadoot and boot and de 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 de